advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall, a.k.a. Face Boy. I am Lucille Tiamore. I can't hear I can't hear myself in the mic. You can't hear yourself? No, or you. Okay. You want to switch over to this mic? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, just before the show started, uh, the this one over here, because that one is, you know, wonky. Just before the show started, an advertisement came on for, uh, from, uh, Christian Finnegan, and Lucille asked, how'd you get Fr- Christian Finnegan? <laughs> and it's funny because our guest this week was going to be David, was going to be David. Who is going to talk about um, art store scene a little bit. And Christian is one of the people that uh, started out at my open mic, testing his material, a very young Christian Finnegan, and... Uh, he formed a group with two other comedians. They called themselves the Nonprofits, spelled N-O-N-P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S. <laughs> they were not prophets. And uh, yeah, so the, this this was going to be a show all about all about that scene and stuff that came out of it. And Christian Finnegan, I mean, he's so talented and smart, he would have made a name for himself. Without regardless, us. yeah, but but I he has credited you know that whole scene as helping that's him to very grow. nice, and that's very yeah, that is very nice. But we're not going to be talking about that very much this week. Nope, sorry, David. We are thinking of you if you're listening, and I don't know if you are because you're in the thick of it in the hospital. We are very sorry, David. We hope for better days. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Joanna Haberman. If y'all didn't know, a lot of Hawaii has been destroyed. It's quite a tragedy there. She lives in Hawaii, and we have had her as a guest on this show. We just recently had her. Yeah, that's just like two or three weeks ago. So if you're listening, I'm glad that you're okay. We, Me and Joanna talked for a little under an hour. Earlier this week, as soon as as soon as I saw the news about what was going on there, she says that as bad as we're hearing things are, it's actually worse. Oh, yeah. So we wanted to talk about ketamine therapy. Sure, that's on the list. Yeah, let's start with that. Um, so I'm one of those people who have I've tried every medicine. I, I, well, I take Vrylar for my SSRI. What is that? Vrylar is like a very new generation, like the newest of new generation. I'm a test bunny. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a test, 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 test bunny, um, for that. But I'm willing to be a test bunny because I, you know, have, have not had good experiences with the other SSRIs. And let's explain what those are. Um, SSRI is something you take if you're, it's, they use it for a, a lot of diagnoses, actually. Um, you know, I mostly have it for PTSD or, you know, I'm, I may or may not have schizophrenia. Um, but, um, you know, people de- severe depression, they'll use SSRIs. Um, you know, a lot of diagnoses have SSRIs, but, um, it's a mood stabilizer, essentially. Um, and, um... 
you know, um, then, you know, but then for my antidepressant, which is what I use the ketamine for, like, I haven't had any luck with any of the antidepressants. Um, and so for people who, like, don't have luck, they, they pretty much have to try you on everything before they're willing to give you ketamine. But um, they've done that with me. And so I have, like, a very low dose of ketamine. It's like a microdose. It's not like you're not going to get high like you do on the street. But, like, please probably don't take ketamine off the street right now because... A lot of it has, um, a lot of it may be meth is what, like, I was talking to with one ketamine dealer. Um, and, you know, cause like making people tweak and stuff, like, and like, I, you know, I've tried some of this ketamine, like, and I like, just been like, wow, no, th- like, knowing what the doctor gives me, it's just not the same thing. Um, and, but I, the, the ketamine has just done wonders for me. I take it like once a month and just do this small microdose, but it like helps me reframe things differently for the rest of the month because I have this like one positive connection it's one positive experience in the month and then I start to see the world differently yeah I get dick about once a month and it has <laughs> the same effect on me SSRI stands for selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor and uh, they're the most commonly prescribed antidepressants uh, they are supposed to ease the symptoms of moderate moderate and severe depression but apparently not all of them do um, yeah, I wouldn't say SSRIs are meant for depression. Usually, like, major depressive disorder, maybe, but not, not, not regular depression. Um, I mean, it's actually, like, inhibiting your serotonin, so it wouldn't really, like, make you happier, I, I'd say. Like, I'd say, like, it takes away some of my joy, the SSRIs. I'm on SSRIs because I have to be, and not because I want to be. Would you say they dampen all feelings? Um, I wouldn't say that does that to me. Okay. Um, I think some people say, do say that, but, um, maybe a little bit of dampening, but you know, I have like a lot of feelings, so I'm okay. I I can still feel things. I mean, I don't cry, but I, I don't know if that was the testosterone doing that or, you know, um. You don't cry. I very rarely cry, but then I said that to but somebody. But then when you do, it's. But then like when I do, it's like eight ugly. hours it's of ugly. ugly tears. It's not eight hours, but it's like it's like thirty seconds. But it's like so ugly. It's so ugly. Like okay. it's just so ugly that I lose my voice and like, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> and see, I'm 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 a person who is more. I lean towards legalization. For almost all drugs, that doesn't yeah, mean, I, I think, think ketamine, if it was legalized, would but it would be abused. It would be abused. I mean, like, I think people just overtake it, and like it, it's meant to be a microdose, like a very small, tiny microdose. Um, you know, but a lot of people would think like maybe you don't need SSRIs; you could just do mushrooms. You know, some people are really like into the mushrooms thing. I think legalization of mushrooms could be a good thing. Yeah, there was, I can't remember exactly who it was, but there was this 80 for Brady uh, film, and I saw one of the actresses on uh, on a talk show, and uh, and she, she, she microdoses on psilocybin. Yeah, that's what my doctors call it. <laughs> they always take it very seriously. They're like, psilocybin? I'm like, mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. Oh, I know Lily Tomlin. Lily, yeah, I, I know, her know Lily Tomlin. Yeah. No, She's awesome. Tomlin. She's great. 
So yeah, she's microdosing on shrooms. And and the host was like, right now? And she goes, yep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the reason I tend to advocate for legalization of these things is because... I think ketamine is like not natural though, in the same way um, mushrooms is, you know? Um, and it's, I think there's the ability for it to be abused. Um, but it, that's it, true for anything. That's true for yeah. alcohol. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not people. saying it shouldn't be legalized. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about ketamine. I'm just saying like the way it's being done on the street is not the way that like they are prescribing it to me. Right. It's not the way they're prescribing it to me. They're prescribing me a very, very small dose, you know? Um, so that's not like, and they, there's a lot of like risks they're talking about. Like they don't want to give it to me more than once a month. You know, they, it's really untested. And I'm like, well, I'm testing it. <laughs> you let me test all these other shit. Let me test this. Damn it. But like, no. Um, cause I like one of my doctors, he was like almost ready to give it to me like every other day. And then he like left the practice. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, they were like, oh, do you really need the ketamine? Because like, they couldn't find anyone who who is like I guess there are like levels of psychiatrists and like not everyone can prescribe it, um and nobody at that practice could prescribe it and um, I didn't know I didn't know that yeah there's like levels of psychiatrists and um so I have to see the director because it's the only, like now, oh yeah I did know that because it's the only person who's able to prescribe it to me um that's left in the practice they don't have anybody high high up enough other than the director so um i see the director and my doctor's also the director my doctor is very upset that i had to detransition um he said like let's hope we can fight for a world where you, this doesn't happen to happen to people but i've been very happy as lucille i'm having hot girl summer um i don't know if it's just also like a break you know i don't want to talk about it in depth but just a breakup also you know you know like a breakup sometimes can give you hot girl summer feeling but i'm having a hot girl summer why don't we play Feels Like Summer? Because that's that was my like intro to Feels Like Summer. It was Hot Girl Summer. It's, it's Hot Girl Summer. There was something in the water Made me go wild Made me go wild Made me go wild There was nothing in the world Making me smile like your smile, like your smile We were standing on the edge With the sand under our feet We felt like we made it And now that winter's come and gone I'm 17 again My heart is beating stronger And every time I think of you Taking me back there, taking me back there And it feels like summer And it feels like summer Feels like summer And it feels like summer There was something in your eyes that made me let go let go, oh, me let go We were sleeping in the backseat Talking to the moon Had everything we needed And now that winter's come and gone 
Seventeen again, my heart is beating stronger. Every time I think of you, oh, it's taking me back there, taking me back there, and it feels like summer. Yeah, I love that song. I actually heard that song, like, not for the first time, but for the first time this year on ketamine. While at um, Greenwood Cemetery, I went, I went to the cemetery on ketamine. Because like, you're supposed to have like really good experiences like to be able to, rem- to recalculate your brain. The last of them wasn't so good. It was on like um, my ex-partner's birthday, so it was just like... We, it like didn't give me those good memories, like, cause we were fighting. And so it was actually kind of like, painful. And like, that's, it's not good to like be having a painful moment while you're on ketamine because then it like, then you remember that really well. So that was kind of bad. But like, uh, other than that, I've had like really, really good experiences on ketamine. Like, I see Brooklyn different. I'm like, wow, this is a really beautiful place. <laughs> and like, it's not, but <laughs> no, 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 Brooklyn's beautiful, but. <laughs> Um, you know, like I see things like that are not that beautiful and I think they're beautiful and then I remember it and I like, and I, I create new neural pathways, you know? Yes. There is a book on my wish list that, uh, I should just freaking buy it already. It is called, uh, it is called drug use for grownups chasing liberty in the <laughs> land of fear by Dr. Carl L. Hart. Dr. Hart is the, uh, prof- is a professor at Columbia university and former chair of the Department of Psychology, one of the world's preeminent experts on the effects of recreational drugs on the human mind and body. And he's open about the fact that he uses drugs. And yeah, maybe I should write it too. I, I've been using Audible, um, and I get like one book a month. Um, you pay like $15 a month, and then you get one book a month, but you also get all these other books like that aren't like that are in the catalog that like um that like you like you don't that are free you know so it's kind of a good deal um you but you're renting the books so it's kind of a lot fifteen dollars is a lot to rent rent a book but it's still like you get other books for free and so I I've been really enjoying Audible especially because my eyes are kind of going and um then I can still like read at, like late at night when I my my eyes hurt yeah so maybe I'll get that on Audible. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm gonna. Maybe s- we could both read it, and, and or maybe it. we could see if it's available in the library. Well, Rachel, Rachel stole my library, one of my library books, and now I can't return it, and now I'm afraid to go back to the library. <laughs> like, because I have to pay for it, I have to pay for the book, and I don't know how to do that, and I don't know what to do, and also, like, they stole my fucking library card at the psych ward. It's like a situation. So now my whole library, like I had the library like situation down and now I don't have the library situation down. And I don't know how to go get a new card. I don't know how to like pay for the book. I don't know what to do. I'm like, I don't like confrontation or talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fucking complex. I think, I think they're, uh, I think they could be, they're understanding at the library. I don't know. Like, uh, what if I'm, what if they're like, you did not bring back the book. You lost the book? You did what? And it's like, well, not me. I didn't lose the book. Okay. And they also have those, uh, those, those grace days where they're like, they, where they're like come clean now. Just during this week or some shit like that. I've never heard of that. Oh yeah, maybe that. Maybe they don't have that anymore. I think now what they do now is there's no like overage charges. Like you just have to like pay for it eventually. It's like there's no like charges for like having it late. It's just like if you lost it, you have to pay for it. Um, which is nice because it used to be like if it was late and then you're like getting more and more and more fees and like then you just never go back again. <laughs> Getting a text here. Usually these are. Oh, okay. Here's a, a text uh, from Calvin. He says, uh, "He says just go to the Central Library at Grand Army Plaza. They'll take care of you. As many <laughs> books that get stolen from there, your situation will be less dire." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't don't just don't just give up on the library over one book. Over one book, <laughs> okay. That's 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 library is an important resource for folks like you and I that like to read. Yeah, and have limited income. Yep. And they took away my food stamp card, and oh, that's a mess. I need to get my food stamps back, but that's the whole process. It is. Grr. Fucking problems. Fucking problems. Oh, you want to play fucking problems? Yeah. Okay. No, okay. But the, like the, the, I like bad bitches. That's my fucking problem is the, is the theme of this song. And, um, that is really my problem. I 
Hold up, bitches in my dime. Taking hella long, bitch, give it to me now. Make that thing pop like it's in me over nine. Ooh, baby, like it raw with the shimmy, shimmy, yeah, huh? ASAP, get like me. Never met a motherfucker fresh like me. All these motherfuckers wanna dress like me. But the chrome to your dome, make it sweat like me. Cause I'm the nigga, the nigga, nigga. Like how you figure, getting figures and fucking bitches. She rolling switches, bought her bitches. I bought my niggas, they getting bent up off the liquor. She love my licorice, I let her lick it. They say money make a nigga act nigga rich. But at least a nigga nigga rich. I be fucking bras like I be fucking bald. Turn a dyke bitch out, have a fucking bars. Beast. I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like the fuck, I got a fucking problem. I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like the fuck, I got a fucking problem. I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like the fuck, I got a fucking problem. If finding somebody real is your fucking problem, bring your girls to the crib, maybe we can solve. Oh, I know you love it when this beat is on. Make you think about all of the niggas you been leading on, make me think about all of the rappers I've been feeding on, got a feeling that's the same dudes that we speaking on, oh word, ain't heard my album, who you sleeping on, you should print the lyrics out and have a fucking read along, ain't a fucking sing along, unless you brought the weed along, and just, okay, I got it. and just drop down and get your eagle on, or we can stay up at the stars and put the beaters on, all the shit you talking about is not up for discussion, I will pay to make it bigger, I don't pay for no reduction, if it's coming from a nigga, I don't know, then I don't trust it, if you coming from my head, then motherfucker. Get the bussin', yes lord I don't really say this often But this long dick nigga ain't for the long talking I beast I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem And yeah, I like the fuck, I got a fucking problem I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem And yeah, I like the fuck, I got a fucking problem I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem And yeah, I like the fuck, I got a fucking problem If finding somebody real, is your fucking problem Bring your girls to the crib, maybe we can solve uh, Yeah, ho, this the finale My pep talk turned into a pep rally. Say she from the hood, but she live inside the valley. Now vacated in Atlanta, then she going back to Cali. Mm. Got your girl on my line, world on my line. The irony, I fuck them at the same damn time. She iron me like a nigga don't exist. Girl, I know you won't did that. Girl, I'm Kendrick Lamar. Mm. AKA brings this to me, just they car. Mm. That mean your friends just need be up to par. See my standards are pampered by threesomes tomorrow. Mm. Kill them all, dead bodies in the hallway. Don't get involved, listen what the crystal ball say. Holly, Barry, hallelujah. Holla back, I'll do ya. I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like the fuck, I got a fucking problem. I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like the fuck, I got a fucking problem. I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem. And yeah, I like the fuck, I got a fucking problem. If finding somebody real is your fucking problem, bring your girls to the crib, maybe we can solve So I wrote on the internet, like, I love bad bitches, that's my fucking problem, but I had to put, like, stars on the fucking, and, and bitches, so that I wouldn't, like, have, like, you know, the Facebook police could take me down, but anyway, I, I wrote that, and, and Andy goes, Andy Holmes pumps, he said, who doesn't, and Andy just employs, like, 6,000 fucking, like, over the years, 6,000 fucking problems, but all bad bitches. But you can use, you can say fucking... You can write fuck on, on I, Facebook. I don't know. I don't know. My brother does it all the time. Okay. Good. Good to know. Which uh, leads me to some thoughts on the First Amendment and what is and is not protected speech. I got, a little, I got more than a little bit pissed off this week when 
they okay so right now we most folks know that trump is facing multiple multiple oh yeah uh, and your friend posted a picture you know um which friend of yours uh, one of your one of your friends we found in there posted a picture of um you know how like there was like nobody like in front of his car, behind his car. You know, I get armored vehicles that are like military vehicles and like 20 cops when I come out of the car, you know, lined up with fucking guns on me. And Trump got nothing. He didn't get handcuffs. Like, what the fuck? No mugshot. No handcuffs. Ah, it just makes me so mad. It doesn't have to so give mad. up his, uh, I get armored vehicles to take me to the ant, to take me to the psych ward. Like, I've done nothing wrong. I have no fucking, like, you know, I'm pretty sure the the violence he's incited is like a little worse than the violence I incited. I didn't even incite any violence. I did incite a riot, but I did. It was like a 20 person riot, and it was not fucking violent. You know, like and his, his the riot he incited was very violent. And that is not protected speech. And what made me so angry was when they were talking about you know putting restrictions on, you know what Trump can say on the case, and uh, and his lawyer said. Well, on a case that's about First Amendment rights, and that sentence right there, that's not what this fucking case is about. It is not about First Amendment rights. Because the right to free speech does not include, does not include incitement. It's, 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 the Supreme Court has held that advocacy of the use of force is unprotected when it is directed to inciting or producing and, 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 all, and all I did was incite people coming together for love against rape and no violence was occurring. No violence was occurring. And I'm like public enemy number one to so these fucking police who I hope are listening. I hate you. I hate you. I fucking hate you. I'll take you down. No, I won't. See, everything was good until the <laughs> I'll take you down. We were good. We were golden. I won't take you down. I won't take you down. See, that's that crosses the line. I know I crossed the line. <laughs> All by myself, okay? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Unless my followers would like to go in. <laughs> hey, yo, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, I know. That's why we used to have sirens before our show. <laughs> <laughs> You were talking. Uh, I'm just switching subjects uh, for a moment before about I, before I get in serious trouble. Before, in the police, before the police show up at the, the studio, <laughs> which has happened before. <laughs> yeah, you remember when Larocco was on? They were like not amused. They were not amused by that um, display of like we love Larocco, but they did not seem to like Larocco that much. <laughs> Getting something from Calvin. It is an image. Uh, let's talk about community gardens for a little bit. Oh, yeah. I went to the community garden at Brooklyn College with... Um, with my um with one of my boyfriend's mother and, and and another retired teacher. It was very nice. A few teachers at the garden. And it reminded <laughs> me, like I sometimes I forget that these things exist. We try to give our listeners uh who might have some food insecurity some ideas of, you know, how to how to get through that. There are, I think, some programs in the hood where you can like bring your like waste 
compost, and they will give you free vegetables. Did not know that. There, not every hood has it. <laughs> not every project has it, but some of the there are some of the some of the pro- projects do have that. Yeah, going on. I know in Astoria they have that. But community gardens do exist. These are places that are that are that are often not always, but places where but you, you have can, to garden yourself. Yeah, you can reserve a yeah. plot, and you can grow some vegetables for your yep. fa- for you and your family and and friends. And uh, it's a it's a wonderful resource. It's a it's a, it's a I, I yeah. Did, she has like mad tomatoes and cucumbers growing on this little plot. I had a little plot when I was a kid at the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens. Yeah, and it was something. To this day, you I went remember. all the way out there every day. Yeah, not. Oh. I think it was maybe once a week or twice a week. I don't know how often, but I went out to the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens as, and I had my little plot, and uh, oh, this people not, were probably stealing your vegetables because, like, if you were only going once a week, like people were stealing your shit. Well, the way it worked is, it was actually broken up into two halves, and like you're supposed to the the stuff that isn't matured mid-season you're supposed to leave that for the next kid okay nobody did no, yeah. everyone's yeah. like i don't care that these they're they're baby carrots yeah i planted right. them i'm taking them <laughs> <laughs> baby carrots stuff that like yeah stuff that 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 you could eat the kids they're like fuck that i'm not saving for the next no kid. it was wrong it was wrong it was wrong and if you would be so kind, believe it or not, we're already halfway through the show. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android. Available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Thank you very much. I was mentioning foods for moods, which is something that I've been looking into recently. Um, this uh, this breakup that you mentioned recently has been extremely difficult uh, for me as well, and I just didn't know what to do. Uh, I didn't feel like there was much I, I could do, uh, and I said, well, what can I do for myself? And I started researching foods for moods. Like I've researched foods for strength building and this and that. It's out there. Uh, And I'm not going to go through it all, but one example is bananas is, is very good as a mood elevator. And you should also be aware that there are foods that you eat and they'll make you feel great for 20 minutes and then feel like shit for the rest of the day. Like candy. Like candy, sure. Anything that, that has a high refined sugar content is going to make you feel great for a burst and then pretty shitty for a while after that. So uh, and that's just another thing that we just, dis- as we discover 
on our path, trying to be healthy in mind and body. We like to share that with our listeners. So foods for moods. But when I mentioned it, the first thing you said is pineapple makes your vagina smell good. <laughs> it does. It tastes good. Tastes good. Tastes good. Mm-hmm. Do you know pistachios help a dick get hard? I, I don't like to keep pistachios in the house because I, I eat them too much at like night. How can you eat too much pistachios? Because they're high in fat. Oh, my God. They're good fats. Uh, (laughs) I feel like I'm like, ooh, pistachios. I mean, like, how quickly can you be eating them? You have to, like, unpeel them. But, like, still. uh, I buy the ones you have to unpeel to give myself a little effort. Maybe I should make a disclaimer that I have made in the past. I make a I voice a lot of opinions and suggestions, but ultimately don't, don't listen to us. Don't. <laughs> I was only speaking for myself, but I'm a fucking wreck. Problem <laughs> is, is I also my nutritionist thinks I'm going to have a heart attack because I'm losing too much weight. So you probably shouldn't listen to me. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to me. <laughs> my doctor was like, "I'm sure you'll know when you've gone too far," and she was like. That is such an uneducated statement. (laughs) 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 She got like really mad. She was like, he has no right to say that. (laughs) Can we turn the AC on? It's kind of hot. Let's put a song on and we'll put the AC on. Uh, What do you want to tell me about radio by Lana Del Rey? Oh, it's just like so sweet. Such a sweet little song. And then like um, radio stars. Francis, do you know that? I'll go with that, sure. (laughs) Not even they can stop me now. Will I be flying overhead? The heavy words can't bring me down.
Hello. So Francis and I are going on vacation. 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 We're gonna go to. We're gonna go to his to his mom's place. Um, upstate, and we are very excited. It's been two months. It's been two months. It's been over two months. We're gonna get some empanadas. 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 Uh, Calvin has a DJ gig at the Ice House. Um, yeah, tonight. Tonight. Yay, I'm going to be there. Awesome. You're going. Yeah, of course. Of course. You love Calvin. Calvin's my man. And he's he's awesome DJ is all I've heard about he's his DJ. He's an awesome DJ. I mean, they keep hiring him. Yeah. And you don't come. Ever. Well, I don't have the same kind of flexibility as most folk. I know. But one day you should like have your brother stay and so you can come. That's a good idea. Uh, uh, and the ice house is, is very close to here, right? Yes, it is in Bushwick. It's, um, I will look up the address. Yeah, and, and the time and all that stuff. And there's no cover, right? No cover. No cover. Um. No drink minimum? No drink minimum. It's like really chill situation. Very chill situation. No cover, no drink minimum. But, you know, don't be cheap. <laughs> Tip your bartenders. That's right. Um, uh, my fucking internet is like I like because uh, I'm not don't have a home and <laughs> a real home. My fucking internet is very slow because it's like you've used up all my internet for the month. Um, uh, just look up where Brooklyn ASOS is. Is that a text? This will probably be all the information. <laughs> Thirty-five Ingram Street, nine p.m. Okay, great. Thank you, Calvin. No cover, no minimum, just show up. I like that. I love that. So here's a... Some other stuff that I meant to mention, that there are all kinds of free things that happen uh, on the piers, at least in Manhattan. There is a a wet lab at Pier 40, which is open. Explain what that is. Yeah, I will. It is open on Tuesdays and Wednesdays for a few hours. I don't know the the exact times, but you can go to the, just. Pure 40 wet lab. You Google that. It'll give you the information. And they have, uh, they have turtles and fish you can touch them. and crabs. You can pet a crab. Yeah. My mom petted a crab, oh, a little spider crab. Yeah. The, I remember like when I would go to the aquarium as a kid, the only room I wanted to be in was the, like the room you could pet the fucking animals. And, and like, I just want to stay there the whole time. I didn't even want to go see the other animals. I just wanted to stay with the animals that you could touch. It's tremendously good therapy. I might have mentioned on the show that I've started taking my mom almost every day to a, lo- a local dog run. And she had an appointment with a neurologist uh, last week. And they saw such a ch- she The doctor saw such a change in my mom and wanted to know, like, what was different. And I said, dog run. She's every day spends, spending time with dogs. 
She looks forward to it. She's like, are we going today? I'm like, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I know she always treats you like you're going to withhold dogs from her. <laughs> like I'm going to withhold something that brings her joy. And she'll and and, and it's good for her physically as well cuz she'll play play fetch with the dogs too. So she's actually picking up a ball and she's throwing it and so she's engaged. It's physical therapy. It's And then he brought therapy. me one day and I was like, "We're not allowed to go without an elderly person because they're going to think we're stealing the dogs." And he was like, "We're going." <laughs> yeah, we're going. We're going. Yeah, it was no, it was a good weather for her. There was heat, heat advisory, so we had to like leave her home. And I was like, I don't think we should go. And he was like, We're going. <laughs> yeah, and and they know me as a regular there now, so yeah. it's like I can show up without a dog and without an elderly person. And by the way, it's you're you're supposed to have a dog. It's having an elderly person doesn't necessarily mean they're going to let you in without a dog. <laughs> My mom is just. People can't say no to her. We were, we were uh, feeding the ducks, and the parks department person came up and said, you know, you really can't do that, but, uh, but we're going to give you a pass. <laughs> <laughs> they like have signs everywhere. Because the wildlife is supposed to be able to, you know, fend for themselves and stuff like that. They're not supposed to be dependent on humans. They and get fat, and then they can't fly home. Fucked up shit can happen. <laughs> That's why you're not allowed to do it. But Oops, when you're fucking, my bad, my when, bad. when you're my mom and you're ninety, whatever, <laughs> whatever. The pigeons is okay because they they're not going anywhere. Pigeons? Yeah, they're not you're, going. Anywhere. You're not allowed to feed pigeons. Whatever. But you know, <laughs> unenforced. You are allowed to feed. There's no law against feeding squirrels. <laughs> really? Really? As far as I know, don't fucking listen to anything I say. There might be. (laughs) Last time I checked. Where do you find that? Like, I don't, you don't know that you went to the right place. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, So what, what I'm, what I like to say on this show is we will not lie to you. (laughs) But we will misinform you. (laughs) (laughs) With the same information we feed to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> there's also uh, there. There's also tennis on on the on the. There are also tennis courts down. Yeah, in you gotta that wait. Area. You gotta wait though. You gotta wait. You know, there are, there's often long waits for the tennis courts. But you know, if it's a nice day, you're by the water. Who fucking cares? Now, there is something you... Oh, I went to the I Feel party. Yes, tell boat. me about that. That was fun. Um, I feel like... What I liked about it was there was no children there. There was, like, no 18-year-olds. There was no, like, you know, like, a regular party you go to, and there's, like, so many, like, 18-year-olds, and you feel like kind of a creeper, you know? You're like, I'm kind of old now, and, like, these people are children, but, like, it was all people, like, our own age, you know? Like, adults were there. All adults, you know? Like, everybody was, like, 35 or older, you know? So it was kind of cool. Um... A really good vibe. I saw, ran into a lot of old friends. Really? Yeah. So I would feel comfortable? You would feel comfortable, yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel. They usually do their parties in Bushwick, but um, this was on the water. It was very lovely. It was an early party. It was like 7 to seven to 10. Nice. Nobody got too fucked up. Nobody like vomited. It was great. 
That's not, that does sound good. It was nice. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah, I got to, I'm going to talk to my family about them getting more involved because summer is more than, it, it, what is it, more than halfway over already? Yeah. And I've had very little time to do things. To do things, yeah. And uh, mom is doing re- really well right now. It's not, you know, it's not a lot of work because of all the work that I did. Exactly. You know, exactly. Her company is enjoyable. So, yeah, I'm going to so I can get a day at the beach so I can go out for an evening for this kind of boat party. You know, I have more than earned that. So uh, Calvin said a responsible adult party. Nice. (laughs) Yes, it was very (laughs) it was very like everybody was acting responsible and like it was very like. You know, there's people there to paint your paint your bot, paint your face if you wanted, like and stuff, which is cool. Like I didn't do that because like I can paint my own face if I want to, but I'm not gonna pay somebody to do it. But I didn't I did not paint my face. I didn't really go with the theme. The theme was like mermaid and I like dressed in like a, my 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 daddy hat that you bought me and you know At the Leatherman. Yeah. It looks so good on you. We are running short on time, and I want to get this song in. Tell me about Move. Um, okay, Move is by Saint Motel. Um, it's like, um, it was one of the songs that like, ran the rampant to the streets wild with when I, when like, um, when the COVID was happening, and you weren't supposed to be running the streets wild, but I was just like running around because like, I couldn't fucking sit still anymore. <laughs> And it's just like I, it's just like a very positive, like get up and go song.
Yeah, so I was like, hi the other day, and I was texting my mom some long rant, and then and then at the end of it, I wrote, head, shoulders, knees, toes, look alive, it's time to go. She's crickets. There's just crickets. She didn't fucking have anything to respond to to that. <laughs> you think she knows I get high? Yes. <laughs> She's like, you doing drug, drugs, Kristen? <laughs> You're listening to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Testing the boundaries of free speech for since. <laughs> <laughs> what year did we start this program? Since we started this program. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another thing I want to do and I encourage other people to do. The the Coney Island sideshow. Yeah, we have a crush in it, but we're not going to mention who the crush is. But we have a crush. Um, and um, but you should go see the Coney Island sideshow. Um, okay, it's Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I told I said we weren't going to say that. He was like, let's talk about how much we both lust over Alaska, and I was like, we're not talking about that on the air. That's embarrassing. But um, no, Alaska's great. She she's um they. I'm sorry they. They, I'm sorry, that was very wrong of me. They do. Boy, I think he's. I think he goes by the, he. They, they, um, they use both they and he pronouns. Okay. Yeah. Um, they do like sword swallowing. They do. They do chains. Like chains is very dangerous and very cool. Very, very, very cool thing to do. It's an aerial um, skill that like very few people can do. I mean, people have died performing chains before. It's like very serious. But, um. You know, Alaska also performs at the House of Yes, a lot of places, but um, definitely go see them at the sideshow. There's Jack is there and um, Kita stays here. These are extremely talented people doing dangerous fire, you know, yeah. Things, no danger to the audience. No danger to the audience. There's a lot of space. There's a lot of space between you and the performers. It's a very like, like you know. They all they all know the safety stuff. They 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 are all following the safety stuff. There like some performances that you see fire at. They're they're not really allowed to do fire there, and like they shouldn't be doing that. But um, at the sideshow, that you know, the fire chiefs have all come out. It's it's allowed. Yeah. I remember seeing this woman at the Bowery Poetry Club. (laughs) doing fire and she's like this is my first time oh my god and i you know immediately saw how nervous she was and uh i i got some just right away i got some uh wet i got some towels from the bar and got side stage because no one else was side stage. Which with, is illegal. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was like i was like this and sure enough she fucking set her hair on fire yeah, yep, And yeah. fortunately, it didn't get worse than that. There was recently, an, uh, like, somebody who set themselves on fire in Astoria, um, and they did not have the, um, they were not allowed to be doing fire there, and now, like, I think burlesque can't be done there anymore now. And it's, like, a very, um, like, a tragedy to our community when people do things like that. Yeah. Yep, yeah. But anyway, at Coney Island. It's all legit. It's legit. They, 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 they're not gonna. You are not in danger. No. They are. They do some dangerous stunts. Yeah. They yep. do some dangerous stunts, but, uh, but they know what they're doing. It's, it's. I, I cannot imagine the people at at Coney getting hurt, and certainly you will not get hurt. And they have a day. They have stuff during the day. They have stuff at night. It's safe for kids. The show. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. It's a great show. I love Alaska Lost Boy. <laughs> I know, I know, I, lo- I know you love him. I, I think um, he's really come up as a performer, an amazing performer on the scene. Yeah, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And none of these folks are getting rich. This is Coney Island fucking sideshow people. They're, nobody's getting rich. The, uh, they should be. They should the be. The stuff that they sure. do. They should be. Um, but we got to wrap things up. Hey, stick around. Coming up next... The Circuit with Courtney Love. And we will be back next week. I think I will probably be less angry. <laughs> Why are you angry? More, re- more relaxed. Uh, I think it's a midlife crisis combined with the world being just so crazy and fucked up. Thanks for asking. Um, okay, well, let's play one more song. I have one more. I'm All right. Just one, one, one of my choices. I want to I end with... Uh, uh, Sinead O'Connor's Prayer of St. Francis. Okay. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Calvin. Uh, break a leg tonight. And uh, thank you all for listening. And like I always like to say, show your show, show yourself some love. Show some love to others. It's important, and you know that it is. <laughs>
ensure your small business.